We just wrapped up with Kevin Bracey, Coach Greatness. Uh, if you're familiar with the Character Combine uh, event or if you're familiar with this podcast, mm -hmm. this was his third time on the podcast. And it feels like each time he's on, it's like a new episode. Yeah. and I mean, it is a new episode, but it's like he's never been on before. And I feel like the it goes by faster and faster every time we talk to him. Yep. Even with our second week in a row of technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. So sorry about that. First, it was me last week. I met, I, I was sitting next to the, the recorder, and this time Josh was sitting next to the recorder. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be honest, and I think anybody who's a fan of this show and, and knows how we typically do things, I would take any opportunity just to roast Deb. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I can say that I think both times were my fault. No. So um, it's just you know what it's just it's technology. Well, and I still think because we moved offices, I think I think we're cursed. We might be cursed just for a second. No. I think so. <laughs> but which is still, funny because our last episode was called Excuses. So we're, oh we're definitely gosh. making some excuses. Totally but you know what? Excuses. It's fine. So Josh is just gonna have to work extra hard in getting this, editing this, and getting it out. It's supposed so. to be out in a couple of days. Anyway, it was really it, it's always love, Kevin. Yeah, I I was telling. Um, after we were done recording, I was telling them, you know, because I'm saying, you know, I told someone, you know, we're we're interviewing Kevin again, and they're like, well, what's the topic? What are you what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Like, we're, like we're just gonna talk to him. There's gonna something good is going to come out of him. Like, we don't even need. It's almost like we don't even need to ask him questions because he just talks and says such good things all the time. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. And everything everything Kevin says, everything he does, from you know his fitness journey to yeah. his process as far as speaking. It's just encouraging and motiva motivating for anybody, whether you're an athlete, coach, parents, mm -hmm. you know, or if you're none of those things, whatever yeah. your lane is in life, um, you'll you'll feel motivated for sure when you listen mm -hmm. to Kevin speak. So yep. we, we love Kevin and we're always grateful when he takes the time out of his mm -hmm. busy schedule to come hang out with us. So yeah. this episode definitely does not disappoint. Does not. You guys will love it. Yep. All right. All right. Enjoy. Peace. See you. Now it is time. Now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine. Character Combine. Yeah. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I am Deb McCollum. And, and Josh is letting me introduce our guest. Yeah, that's right. I'm we so got to keep it going. We had a little bit of an issue last week. We're going <laughs> to yeah. see how it goes this time. <laughs> we have in front of us for the third time on our show, and we're so excited to have him here. Motivational speaker, entertainer. Yes. Um, uh, uh, author. Author. You <laughs> he does it all. Kevin Bracey, Let's how go. are you? Coach Greatness, what's going on, man? <laughs> I'm great. I love being in this space. Yeah. We love we love having you through. And yeah. everybody Thank else you. loves having you through, yeah. too, man. You're a, I was just, we were just talking, you're a staple of the character combine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when I first, I know we've talked about this in an episode, but it was like a year ago when you came on the first time. Yeah. And uh, the first time that I heard you was on a podcast. You kind of told your baseball story, mm -hmm. and then I saw you at a character combine event. Right. And you did the, the whole Muhammad Ali mentality Muhammad thing. Ali. And from that point, I'm the like, greatest. that was awesome. Man, we met a long time ago, too. I think it was around that same time. Do you mm -hmm. know, do you, I'm gonna put I you spoke spot. at Casa. You spoke at Casa when I was a freshman, and mm. that's when I first became aware of who you were. Your baseball team. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. And then um, I don't know if you know where we first actually had our first interaction. I don't remember. It was at Cal Fit. I think there was a running expo at the Cal Fit in Elk Grove. Wow. And um, I'm like, I didn't really want to speak. I still don't really want to speak, but right. I'm like, I need to be connected to this guy somehow. So I think I just went up to you and said, hey, man, I'm Josh Takimoto. 
I don't know why we're supposed to be connected, but I just wanted to introduce myself. And wow. then I think from there on, we just kind of just started working together. Man, it's been fun ever since. one of the greatest men I've ever met in my entire life, bro. And Aww. I'm not just saying that because I'm live. I'm not saying that because we on the podcast. Really. I appreciate it. Even oh. if you were, I'd still take it. I don't care. I just I appreciate that, man. <laughs> well, hey, man, yeah. we've, uh, we've changed some things since you were last year. So okay. Deb likes to start us off with some warm-up questions. So okay. this is the, this is the oh, hard-hitting he, stuff. He hasn't gone through my warm-up questions. Let's see. And he's a, he's a well, I'll say what I'm going to say until you ask, answer the question. But that okay. third question, he's going to enjoy, I think. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. Okay. Got Let's three go. questions for you. Yeah. First one. If you had the chance to go on any game show, which game show would you want to be on? Family Feud. Okay. That's Ooh. a good one. That's a fun one. Family Feud. That's a fun one yeah. to watch. I was going to ask, I was going to ask, he's, he's probably been on a game show. Why am I asking No, I haven't. Uh, you need to be feud. on one. You'd be so good <laughs> you on You could host one. <laughs> Thank you. Could you. Probably yeah. host one, yeah. That would be dope. <laughs> um, next question. Mm-hmm. If you could visit any place in the world for a month, where would you go? Whoa. Yeah. A month? A month. See, do you take vacations? <laughs> but here's the deal. See, get, let, let, let me give a, pre, a few a few producery okay. comments before. I, I'm not yeah. a big traveler. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm not like you know, okay. you know, seeing other countries and seeing the world is not my thing. Yeah. So this is gonna sound funny. I graduated. You know where I graduated from, right? Yes, sir. Utah. The University of Utah. Yeah. So I would spend a month back in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh really? Yes, okay. That's where I went to school. I love that place. That's awesome. So many memories. Every time I land there, I start crying. It's That's just so what it funny. is. I went That's from cool. a boy to a man and got my degree. Yeah. Met my wife. So yeah. many great memories. I'm, I'm not really going out of the country. Too I love that because a lot of I've asked that question before, and I and you know the, you know some te- kind of a tropical island or like mm-hmm. England yeah. or like Ireland or somewhere. But I like your yeah I Salt like Lake City, answer. Utah. I that's might awesome. spend three or four days in Maui because that's where yeah. we went on our honeymoon. So okay, <laughs> let me just, that'll be your <laughs> detour. Let me throw that in there. Have for a detour just, there first, right. and then go to Utah. <laughs> right. <laughs> just to be like, come on, babe, you going to take me to Hawaii? Yeah. <laughs> Let's start in Salt Lake and end up in. Hawaii. That's a good call because I'm yeah. not a big fan of the cold, so yeah. I definitely want to end that trip in, in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you though, man. I don't like we don't travel like we enjoy traveling, but we don't travel out of the country that right. much or ever. I've never done it, but mm. it's just not high on my on my priorities. But so I'm with you. Yeah, that's good. I like Utah. I've been there one time, and it's super dry there, right? Mm-hmm. But in the summers. Yeah, in the summers. But it actually, my my hair is curly and frizzy, so it loved it there. Okay. It was so calm and tame yeah. anyway. That's where I lost mine and went <laughs> bald. And once I went bald, <laughs> and once I, once I went bald, it never came back, man. It never grew back the right way. So it is that's what it awesome. is. That's awesome. Awesome. Okay, third question. Yeah. And I ask this to all of the guests now. So this is like my signature question. Okay. I call it, the question is, what is your life song? And then what I mean by that is if you can pick any song that's already out there in the world from any point in time, any genre, that speaks mm-hmm. to your life as a whole mm-hmm. and um, just kind of, uh, you know, your walk of life and what you've been through and how right. you are, where you are right now. What song Whoa. would that be? Yeah. I can pick one. Just I'm one. just going to go with what came up okay. in my mind. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Jay-Z's Blue Magic. Ooh. Okay. He said, Ooh, okay. I'm living it. I'm living. No, he said, I'm getting it. 
I'm getting it. Yeah. I ain't talking about it. I'm living it. So I would go with Jay Z's Blue Magic right off the top. Nice. You only get that from Kevin Bracey. No one else was brave enough I to. I know. To, I love to actually bit. sing it too a little bit. I right. love it. Yeah. A great, that's a great album too. Okay. Yeah. You said just one. So is there another one that you would have? You know, mind? I'd have to think about that. Um, because you're, a, you, I don't know if people know, but Kevin's a huge music guy. Yes. And you, you've started, I don't know, the last two or three years, you've started DJing at hey, middle school, middle school dances. Yeah. Oh Only middle school. High, Only school's, middle high schoolers turn up a little bit too much for me. <laughs> too so much. I can do middle school <laughs> right. because they'll still yeah. listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> They're still afraid to get in trouble. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, but right now, the only one that comes up is Blue Magic. I'm okay. sure there's more if I could yeah. spend a little bit more time. Okay. Thinking. I love it. That's I love how choice. right away I could see like the wheels turning yeah. in your head. He's like, Okay. Because I, I always use music yeah. to inspire me. So hooks right. for certain songs nice. was that was my motivation coming yeah. up when I wasn't getting booked to speak, when nobody was seeing that I had that and I was frustrated at home. Yeah. And I'm driving Kendra back and forth to auditions. We, yeah. we use music to inspire ourselves. So nice. Jay Z was one of the awesome. Yeah. Do you have a, a favorite artist? Yeah, I like DOC. Oh, okay, nice. I'm a DOC. That's yeah. my favorite rapper of all time. Okay, so y'all got it. Hey, DOC, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> the DOC yeah. is my favorite nice. rapper of all time. But obviously, like Pac and Biggie, you know, sure. Jay Z, you sure. know, but DOC is my favorite artist Very cool. of all time. Yeah. You survived the warm up questions. Congratulations. Well Let's go. We had, we had no doubt. <laughs> yeah. He rapped a little bit. That was good. Yeah. So, um, cool. so we just have some, just, man, this, we have so many questions for you. We're just going to start going. Okay. So, Let's go. Um, I did get one question. We try to get some questions from people, but mm -hmm. they're a little shy out there sometimes. <laughs> shy but slash lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll call them out. We'll challenge them. That's right. But I did get a question from my wife, okay. who you know. Okay. Yes. And she's a she's a big shoe person. She loves shoes, <clears throat> has a lot of Nikes, has a lot of Adidas. Right. Um, she knows you're a big Adidas guy. So she wants to know how many pairs of Adidas do you own? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you open up my closet, I'm going to guess. I probably own about... I would probably say 30 pairs. It's a pretty oh, solid wow. collection. Maybe 30 or 40 pair of Adidas. That's pretty good. Yeah. Nice. I feel like you're just always getting some new ones too. Always. I, I have, got some I have on the one. way all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It never stops. Never stops. Just because when you go to schools, yep. you know, when I'm dealing with kids, right. they look at your shoe game all the time mm -hmm. and your shoes got to be clean. Because <laughs> they're ruthless too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because, you know, I'm, I, I, pride myself on being more than just a speaker. I'm a motivational entertainer so that everything you wear, everything is, mm -hmm. you know, is, is thought through, specific yeah. intent. That's a good point because I feel like you've always done a great job with your appearance as far as you. where you're going, um, who you're speaking to and all of that. I remember seeing you one time at Character Combine and somebody's like, hey, he walked through with like a whole wardrobe. It's like, but yeah. <laughs> He knows what he's doing, though. Right. Um, Change your clothes. But yeah. that, I mean, that's really important, though. Right? Especially when you're going yeah. to high school. It's like, I would fresh. say this. You know, yeah. like, because I don't, wanna, I don't mm -hmm. know. I'm not going to say anybody's name. But there right. are some people that out there right. that will go to a high school dressed like they're at some With corporate event. Right. What are we doing? It's, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not going to work. And, and look, that's okay. Sure. Depending yeah. upon, like, if you're talking about career day or something mm -hmm. like that. Right. But in terms of relating and connecting, mm -hmm. for me. Right. I like to wear you know, a t-shirt, but there are certain times where I might throw on a bow tie and put a hat on to dress it down a little bit, right? You know, and and keep it keep it fresh. But at the same time, you know, I'm I'm aware I'm not gonna wear a suit, right? 
right, I'm right. too hot. I sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting <laughs> in the freezer look, and I'm right. sweating. So I'm <laughs> and obviously, sweat. I've never tried a suit on before, but no? they don't look comfortable. Are they comfortable? <laughs> it de- yeah, I mean, it depends. It depends. If, you, yeah. if you're going somewhere and you're dressing up, you and your lady or you and your man, whatever the case okay. may be, and you put on a suit, it, it feels fresh okay. every, from time to time. But I'm too sweaty to wear a suit. <laughs> but you look good in them, though. I can, I can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why it feels comfortable for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know, I look good. Some of these other dudes, it, it probably should feel a little more uncomfortable. Do you yeah. remember, is it weird looking back at your first, you know, five or six talks and what you wore then? Yes. Versus now? Absolutely. Because it's very much, I, I think I remember seeing you, your first talk of Les Brown, because I think you've put that video out there before. Yes. It's, it's all suits. All suits. Because when, you, when you're with Les Brown, you got to yeah. wear a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was his, you, you got to be wearing a suit and a tie. Yeah. And that's what we did. Yeah, it right. was. Yeah, it's pretty, sweating, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I got to do what I got to do. I got to do what I got to do. You know, I'm with the one of the greatest, or to yeah. me, the greatest of all time. So yeah. whatever he wants me to do, I'm gonna. Yeah, gonna make he was. Go. He was great at the combine. That last year we did the combine. Yeah, I mean that was a, a really heavy lineup of of speakers. Right. But to have him there, um, dream come true. Man. When I feel like some people, you know, may not have known who he was. Right. But they've heard his voice in all of those, you know, those the videos, YouTube compilations. Yes. And yes. I think they heard the voice like, oh. That's who he is. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Legendary. Just, yeah, it just killed it. It was, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. Now, your shoes, are they different colors, or are they your classic white, gold, and black? They're, that black, was... they're mostly black and white. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because let me tell you why I do that. Because yeah. I speak at so many different schools, yeah. and the thing that I, and I'm always conscious of everything, the slides, the colors, and all of that, but I'm going to try to wear the colors that fit that school. Mm-hmm. That's too much work. Yeah. So if I just come up with my own colors, yeah. I don't have to worry about what color am I going to wear today. Yeah. I just got to worry about what I'm going to actually put on, right? right. It's, I, the colors are already picked out. Yeah. Trying to eliminate choices. Yeah. Okay, so unfortunately we had another technical difficulty, and that's why the recording kind of stopped suddenly and in an awkward spot. So we're just going to pick back up with Kevin Brazy. Just to repeat, because I know mm-hmm. we got it, we're all gonna go down in the doldrums. But when we're down there, mm-hmm. what I've noticed for me is every time I'm down in the doldrums and I come out of it, there's all that upswing mm-hmm. is a little higher than the last one. Mm, yeah. The upswing when, when I go through the next one, the upswing yeah. is a little bit higher than the last one. And it's what can we learn while we're down there? Yeah. And here's what I've learned for me. When I'm down in the dumps and I don't know why, I can't put my finger on it. Mm. The thing that gets me out is giving. Mm. When I go and mm. give. Yeah. If I go and give, like the other day I was feeling this, my, my wife and my son are out of town. Um, you know, I'm home by myself mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, working all my stuff. But when you're by yourself, you got a lot of thoughts that are going through your mind. And I find myself in a little funk and I'm like, what is going on? So I went and grabbed some books. And when I went to the gym, I started just giving some books away to some people. Nice. And it made me yeah, feel better. Right. Yeah. I remember sitting yeah. on the couch one time. It was Thanksgiving and family had left and everybody's stomachs were full. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I was like, some, I just don't, this was cool, but I just mm-hmm. felt something. Mm-hmm. And I just went, my, babe, I'm going to go downtown and I'm going to go give some stuff away. So I grabbed some shoes, I grabbed some clothes, some stuff that has been in my closet and gave it to some people who needed it. And when I did that, it made me feel better. 
Wow. So sometimes wow. it's about taking our eyes off of ourselves when we're going yeah. through it and yeah. focus on how we can uplift the people mm -hmm. around us and give to people who may not have what we have. Right. That works for me. Yeah. Everybody's got to find their own thing. Right. But everybody's going to be down in the doldrums at time, from time to time. Absolutely. Oh, I think that's, yeah, it's huge. It gives yeah. you a, just a, a wider perspective of life. You know, right. I think, like you said, we just get very focused on us. ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's huge. I love right. that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, and it's good, like you said, and it's good for your fans to see you, um, you know, like, oh, oh, he, oh, he went through something like that too. Yes. Oh, okay, it's not just me, you know, just to get because do that when sometimes when we are down there, we think like it's just me. No just one, me. No one else has ever done this or messed up this bad or I've gone or have gone through right. this. So like, oh, I'm all by myself. But to be able to, you know, share it with other people, then it's like it's a huge weight off of that person's shoulder. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So Everybody to be learned. Yeah. Yeah, well, then I think it gives a better understanding of why you are the way that you are, you know, Mr. You know, positive, encouraging all the time. It's like you don't get that just because you choose to. You mm -hmm. have to go through those valleys sometimes. Absolutely. And that's yeah. why you are, you know, that's the, where the my message has come from. Yeah. Right. That's where, the, that's where right. the message has come from. Right. And you were asking about. Yeah, before we got, we had some technical yeah. difficulties again. <laughs> uh, so we were, it's this office, I'm telling you. We're cursed. we got to go back know. to the other <laughs> office. I know. I don't know what the deal is. No, after <laughs> this one, it'll never happen again. Right. Oh, Let's go. go. Okay. I, I feel yes. good about that. Yes. Don't give mental recognition. Let's yeah. Repet repetition. Yeah. Repetition. <laughs> so no, I was. So to piggyback off that thought right. of the of those valleys that you go through in life. Right. When was a moment that sticks out to you where you had a rough talk? Because I've never seen it. Mm. I, every time I've seen mm. you speak, and I've seen you speak a lot. Right. It's to me. Yeah. It, it looks perfect. Thank you. Yeah. But I know for sure there's been moments where yeah. it hasn't been, at least to you. So when's the last time you had a, a moment where it's like, that did not go at all how I was hoping? I was in New Jersey, and I was hosting for the National Society of Leadership and Success. And what you have to do as the host is you got 450,000 students watching live stream, and you have a live audience. You got two cameras here, wow. and now you're representing their brand. The, think, the National Society of Leadership and Success. So I'm right. representing their brand. Uh, yeah. So when I get up to speak, I have about a three and a half to four minute, I think maybe it's a five minute introduction. Okay. But you got to memorize that. There's no teleprompter. Mm. <laughs> so, wow. you, so you got to memorize that. And our host was uh, uh, John Leguizamo, the comedian. Oh, yeah. And he had written a book called Ghetto Clown. So the, 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 the uh, guest is there. To promote their book. Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously talk to the students, but they're there to promote their book. Right. So I get all the way through the introduction. I'm stead. I mean, it's just me by myself. It's like in football, a, d a defensive back, they say you're on an island all right. by yourself. Mm -hmm. right. right. I was on an island all by myself. <laughs> and I got to introduce John Leguizamo and got to the title of the book. He's just written a book, ladies and gentlemen, titled. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sweating oh. profusely. Oh, no. And someone in the audience who showed up for John said, ghetto clown, fool. And I was like, oh, my God. I said, ghetto clown. And everybody started laughing. But that oh, was a moment where I literally stumbled. Yeah. Oh, no. I yeah. failed mm. in that moment. Yeah. Mm. In my mind, I was like, this is what failure feels like. Wow. It was a moment. Wow. But I, I survived it. I didn't right. die. They right. say speaking is the number one feared profession on the planet. Uh -huh. Right. People would yeah. rather be in the casket right. rather than delivering the eulogy yeah. at a funeral. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we fear the most is that wow. moment. I had that moment, but I survived it. But goodness gracious, in the moment, 
how sick. Oh, man, I was waiting I for you imagine. to introduce the book as Ghetto Clown Fool. Yep, that's the title, <laughs> Ghetto Clown <Yeah>. Fool. <laughs> Oh, it man. was way in the back. Ghetto clown fool, like that you don't one. know the name <laughs> of the book. Oops, I'm the host. Man, it's crazy. I can't. I can't even imagine what a situation like that would be like because you know you prepare something. That, that's that's your your content. You know it, right? Then you have to go to something like that where the content has to be, or your your speech or your talk has to be catered around what their they content. Were. And it was word for word. I had to. Remember. I mean, wow. oh, I know I would mess that up. There's oh, no I way. So I messed my own talk. I mean, up. I literally <laughs> was sweating, like yeah. like I do anyway. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Oh my gosh. I survived though. But at least everyone got a good laugh. They yeah. did. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I was distracted. He comes out and everybody claps and we sit down. I was like, I was distracted for a minute. Like yeah, I just like, failed. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Well, especially with a comedian too. You right. know, if you have a comedian coming up, you never know how they're gonna, how they're going to react to. They might roast you for a little right. bit. Right. But it sounds like he gave part. me love. He yeah, yeah me that's love. good. But but here's here's a message out of that. Yeah. Just because I failed does not make me a failure. Right. That was a moment. Mm-hmm. And the next one, I was on it. I practiced hard. I mean, yeah. I always I practice, but I was like, yeah. this will never happen again. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm gonna know this like I know my ABCs. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how I. Approached nice. it after that. I feel nice. like that's the, that's the athlete inside of you. I think. Being, yeah. Like, you know I'm what I mean? Do this again. Yeah. Never yeah. gonna happen again. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna take a, a hard right again. Okay. So you're in great shape. Thank you. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. When did that whole fitness journey start? Because I'm just, I'm just, I don't make this weird. I'm just gonna no, say this. It's all good. There was one combine. It's gonna be weird. But yeah. I, there was one. Com- <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna. It's always weird with right. us. Yeah, so. It gets a little bit weird. Yeah. It's cool. But, but I love Kevin. So there was one combine, I think when you really started getting heavy in the fitness journey, you know, we kind of handshake, high five, and I, right. I, we hugged. Right. And like, oh, this, like, Kevin's, like, he feels different. I told, I told my wife, Rachel, that I'm like, Kevin's in great shape. Like, we've seen the pictures, but like, when you actually see you and, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, geez, Kevin. Man. It was impressive, man. I'm like, I got to get that same workout plan. Man. Yeah. Rachel's like, yeah, you got to get <laughs> Yeah, get the workout right. plan. Yeah, but so when did that whole thing start for you, man? For fitness, man. You yeah. know, it started when I was. It started on Run It Forward when I was forty, my fortieth birthday. Yeah, I was literally on Run It Forward, running across the country with a whole bunch of uh, uh, marathon runners and distance runners, crazy. And I was, you know, when you're in your thirties, when you're in your twenties, it's easy. You can eat what you want. You can go to bed. You know, I can take yeah. the thing of licorice and I eat licorice. Like, you know, the tube. Yeah, the tub of the big tub. Oh, my goodness. I can eat the whole tub of licorice, oh right? And, and I used to eat these butter horns. Like, I put oh peanut butter on them. Gosh. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. So I would mm-hmm. I would eat those. And when you're in your 20s, you yeah. can do that. Sure. When you get to your 30s, it changes a little, a little bit. bit yeah. When you get to your 40s, oh no. you have to watch everything you eat. Mm. Yeah. And here I was as a motivational entertainer, speaking about greatness, but not feeling like greatness when I was in front of the audience. Mm. Pushing my shirt around, moving my stuff. I'm here to talk to you and I'm more worried about me mm-hmm. than I am getting the message to you. Mm-hmm. So in my early 40s, mm-hmm. actually the year when I was 40, I was talking to a friend of mine. This is when it started, I remember. Okay. She's called, her name is the fitness queen of keeping you lean, but in mm-hmm. LA, good friend of mine, we grew, we came up together with Les Brown. Mm. And I remember we were on the phone talking one day and she was like, Bracey, I'm about to get in the best shape. She talked, dah, 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 dah. I'm about to get in the best shape of my life. And then she kept talking, dah, 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 dah. that's all I heard. Okay. What does the best shape of my life mm. look like? Mm-hmm. Now remember, I've been an athlete my whole life. I go to the gym twice a day, but I eat what I want. I'm an athlete. It's always gonna burn <laughs> off. 
That's not, those aren't facts. Yeah. It's not going to always burn off. Yeah. And you can't eat what you want. Right. But I thought that mm -hmm. I'll be okay, but I yeah. was getting bigger and bigger. Nothing mm -hmm. wrong with big. I'm talking for me. Right. Fitness sure. is not right. how you look. Right. It's how you feel. Mm -hmm. For me. That's my opinion. Yep. So she said the best shape of my life. She talked for another 10 minutes. I didn't hear anything. I was stuck. <laughs> You're like, what okay. does the best shape of my life look like? And I'm the type of guy that once I make a decision and make a commitment, the only thing that's going to stop me is death. Mm. Period. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's just me. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm about to do this. So I decided over the next three years, I went from 230 to 195. Wow. But it was muscle. Wow. It was crazy. Wow. What did I do? I changed my eating patterns. I mm -hmm. stopped eating until I was full. Mm -hmm. I ate until I was satisfied. Portion control is where it all started mm -hmm. so that I could reprogram my mm -hmm. stomach mm -hmm. feeling like, oh, I gotta be full in order to be satisfied. Yeah. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's where I started. Six, seven meals a day. Started yeah. going to the gym twice a day, making sure I did my cardio. Mm -hmm. Can't just yeah. go to the gym and lift weights and think. Yeah. So right. I added the cardio and I got serious. Mm -hmm. At the age 43, I looked up in the mirror and I went, whoa, I did it. But then I said, you know what? I think I'm going to compete. I'm going to do a fitness competition. And then I, my wife goes, just go to a couple and watch. Yeah. So I went and watched. Mm -hmm. And when I, as I was watching, I wasn't inspired to get up on the stage. Mm. Sure. Which kind of killed my that fire because I was yeah. working out to maybe compete. Yeah. Right. But then I said on my way home from San Jose after watching one, I said, you know what? I don't have to compete. Mm -hmm. I can just decide right now that I'm not, I've gotten into the best shape of my life, but now I'm gonna live in yeah. the best shape of my life. I yeah. love that. And that's when I never look back. And now mm -hmm. there's a brand. Right. When students see me, they expect. Mm -hmm. So now I'm stuck. Now you have to. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah, for now sure. I'm stuck. So yeah. now, I, I mean, my whole life has changed. I feel fantastic. My mm -hmm. daughter took the challenge. My wife took the challenge. Wow. My, so everyone awesome. around me, my awesome assistant, Susan nice. Schultz, goes to the gym now Yay. and does nice. her thing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it was it was a trickle trickle effect to all the people that are, you know, important to me. Very cool. Yeah. Something that popped in my head is um, I, I know that seeing results, like when you see it, mm -hmm. it's addicting. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, and it's, it's inspiring, right? Right, right. But sometimes, and I come across you know friends and family and then you know myself as well to where it it takes a while to get results and then I, you know someone will come to me like well I've been doing I've been eating this like this and I've been working out right. for a couple of weeks and I nothing and I'm right. like whoa, whoa 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 it's only been a couple of weeks you need to give it more time. time it's not yeah so like for you like what was was there like a time frame to where you've started seeing results and like how did you keep yourself motivated mm, to good. go through that that's a great question yeah. it started with not seeing results but feeling different oh okay makes sense i oh, started to feel different feel more positive knew i was on my way somewhere but let me tell you the key here to me is a lot of people when the new year end of the year i'm best shape of my life i'm getting in shape but you have to know why now i know yeah. this is going to be trite everybody mm -hmm. talks about the why the why the why mm -hmm. but for real I realized why I wanted to mm. 
live in the best shape of my life. There's mm -hmm. a certain way that I wanted to feel when I was in front of my audiences mm -hmm. delivering my messages. I didn't want to have to look at my, is my shirt? No, I didn't want to have to look at that. Right. I wanted to know mm -hmm. I'm living in the best shape of my life mm -hmm. so I can really go and focus on the audience. Oh. I wanted to be an example for my kids and mm -hmm. my wife yeah. to not just be talking about it, but living it. Mm -hmm. I, me personally, when I go and watch a speaker, this is just me. You're talking to me about motivation, talking to me about greatness. Mm -hmm. And if I don't see that, mm -hmm. just my own standards, mm -hmm. I hear you and I respect you, but hmm, mm -hmm. how disciplined are you really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's just me. Everybody has their own thing. Yeah. I wanted to live in it mm -hmm. in all yeah. aspects yeah. of my life. That's Best great. That I can. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I think, I, I bet a lot of people, whether they realize it or not, have that thought though when they hear someone yeah. speaking you know whether, wherever they right. if it's a podcast you're telling me about video. success you're telling me about this you know how yeah. to make money you're telling me about oh, what, uh -huh. but right i'm just mm -hmm. that's just me so what it yeah. so obviously we have a lot of coaches that listen to this so and you're and you travel a lot so you know every single day you're <laughs> bouncing from school to school to business to business how how do you maintain the diet part of that? Because it would be mm. easy to slide through the drive-through, <laughs> right? Just like for a, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I was just talking about today. I was just talking about Western bacon cheeseburger. I was oh. talking about a Big Mac. Of course, I haven't been so in a right fast now. food restaurant besides Subway literally in years. Wow, Good it's been you. over. It's That's been awesome, over seven man. years. I feel like trash because I was at In and Out last night. So. <laughs> but you're young. You can do it right now. You could do it. No, uh, I can't. I love sure. In and Out. Yeah. But man, my wife Jessica, Mrs. Make It Happen. Yeah. Jessica's she awesome. makes it happen. Yeah. Oh, she God. she puts together my food when we go on trips. I always have. I get. Yeah. She gives me exactly what I need. I get pack my lunch. It's food prep. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, food prep, and if yeah. I do yeah. have to go out. Yeah. I'm gonna do a CPK and I'm gonna get a sure. salmon salad. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do a, a Subway and I'm gonna get a salad or mm -hmm. um, a wrap that with all the green stuff. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, yeah. So I'm gonna make sure that I eat smart. Right. I'll eat chips from time to time. Once sure. a week, I eat a pizza. Oh, there you nice. go. The right. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at the camera. <laughs> Once a week, go big or go home. I'm eating a whole pizza. What, what kind of pizza? You know, I you know I like um, combination with pineapple. There we go. Um, now there what? Go. I'm eating a whole pizza. I am a big. I love pizza. There so we like, go. We what? All pizza here, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you like what place do you like it from? Or there's like, a few. Okay. You have to make it count. I like I like Trader Joe's pizza. Oh, I've never had I've that. Never had I like Lamp Post. Okay. I like Mary's. Oh yeah, oh, I, have Mary's had Mary's. Mary's. I, I think Mary's is the best. Okay. I like okay. Mary's. Um, uh, I think Susan gave me a piece of vegan pizza from Pizza Time. Nice. Pizza Bell oh. the other day that was okay. pretty good. So okay. you know, okay. yeah, right. Lamb Post Mary's. You know what's surprising is the pizza at Safeway, like the Safeway brand frozen pizza. That's, oh, that's like really a DiGiorno knockoff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I could eat a whole one of the, like, that's like Those my really go-to when I don't want to cook and I'm like, I don't have a ton of money to spend. Right. I don't want to cook. I'll just get a frozen pizza. <laughs> so it is really, it's pretty good actually. And there's a place called S Sullen's that sells pizza too oh. that my wife and Kobe gets every okay. now and then. But pizza is one thing that I cannot resist. If it's in my house, <laughs> it calls my name. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, huh? I'll be sitting watching the, watching ESPN or something. And yeah. I go, huh? Kobe will go, dad, what are you talking about? I go, the pizza just called my it's name. It's talking to me. <laughs> I can't resist. 
But that's good. Ooh. I think that's great for listeners to yeah. hear that you also allow yourself to indulge a little bit because sometimes what can happen is, you know, someone going through a change or even, you know, over the course of several years that right. they've been, they've had a change of eating better and they deprive themselves with too much of something good. And then all of a sudden for like a whole weekend, right. they're, they're eating whatever. Cause it's like, you know, so that's good that you don't, that is my weakness. Yeah, yeah. Once a week. And my wife always says, I'm proud of you because, oh, because yeah. I'm normally, mm -hmm. I'm disciplined. Good. Yeah. 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 No, that's really good. Well, I remember, uh, again, going back to one of the combines, I remember seeing, even seeing a difference in how you were eating because, I mean, we always had great food during lunch yeah. of the combine. <laughs> and there was one day I came backstage and I'm like, hey, man, you want any food? And you're like, no, no, I'm good. And he was eat, just eating um, like a jar of oats. Like oatmeal. Wow. I'm like, oh, okay, he's really making a yeah. huge difference. Make it, oh, man. Um, have to. But that's huge. And I think that's good for coaches to hear because it does get busy during the season and you're running around all the time. And, and But if that why, yeah, if mm -hmm. why yeah. you're doing it, yeah. it's trite. Everybody talk to but if why you're doing it is strong enough, mm -hmm. you you will stay disciplined and you will have your one day a week to mm -hmm. eat whatever the heck you want for 24 hours. Yeah, I love and it. And go off. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> eat until you're full once a week. Right, right. Yeah. The rest of the week, discipline. Well, you know what's funny? It. Really quick, one last thing yeah. on this. O over time, though, it, it your body adapts to like your tummy, your stomach literally shrinks and right. your and your taste right. changes. And so when you do have that, when you look forward to your binge yeah. day, you actually don't even eat as much. Exactly. <laughs> because you can't. Because you've trained your your mm -hmm. tummy to where I don't have to be full right. in order to feel satisfied. Yeah. That's the first step, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. If you can get past that part, mm -hmm. you win. Yeah, well, and people, I know people love this part of what you do because I remember back when we were doing the Chasing Greatness podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think we put out maybe six or seven episodes, yeah. and that was the one that got the most downloads. You just, like, 10 minutes of talking about fitness. Man. I mean, it nice. exceeded all of the other downloads by quite a bit. So right. people love that part of it because, like, like you said, it makes it real. It's like, oh, you're doing everything that you're talking about. You're mm -hmm. achieving that greatness. That matters to me. Yeah. And get it, getting in the gym and go pushing past failure. Yeah. Right. Too. Yeah. <laughs> you just like from a, like a technical side of the speaking part of what okay. you do did you feel a difference so not like how you felt internally but like physically did you feel a difference like as you were speaking no question because yeah. it's high energy yeah i'm in I was gonna say, elementary yeah. schools when you have k through sixth graders <laughs> yeah you can't stand up there and uh -uh. just yeah it's like hold up wait up. i mean you have to be big you have to be animated you have to mm -hmm. be smiling you yeah but you also got to know your next song. You got to have the, the 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 air to beatbox when you need to beatbox. You got to be able to <laughs> right. breathe. You got all the stuff. The ultimate entertainment. Yes. So being in the morning, right? I might do four or five in a day. Right. Wow. And I pride right. myself. I'm not gonna have an energy drop off. Mm. Period. Yeah. 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 I don't have it. time for that. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be no energy drop off. Yeah. yeah. I love nice. it. That's nice. awesome, man. So. This is another random question. What, and I know like you're, you're living your dream. You've made that very clear. We know that about you. But if you were forced yeah. to choose a different job, if you weren't a motivational entertainer. Let's go. What, hey. what would you do? R&B singer, baby. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter. He was ready. <laughs> See, we, we can't stump Kevin. That was a warm-up question I almost asked. Is, really? What is it? Well, I asked it to I mean, Tanner last singer. time, so I didn't want to oh, repeat right. it. I asked him, what is the talent that you wish you had? Now, you probably do have the talent of being an R&B singer, so that probably wouldn't have In my car, so. in the shower, yeah. <laughs> you I mean, know what I mean? I, yeah. can't, I can sing with the song, but yeah. if you take the song away... Bro, you don't need to be doing that. Go back to speaking, bro. <laughs> we were just talking about that the other day. It's like, it's, it sounds good when it's, you know, at volume 35. Yes. Uh -huh. Any lower than that, eh, that's And rough. I go to spin. Yeah. When I teach my spin classes, 
I think people come to be entertained because I sing the whole time. Oh I can't my gosh. help it. Did you know he did that? No, where did you Cal spe- Fit. What? El Grove Bond. Oh yep. my gosh. It's packed. I love Sunday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. No, no, no. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll okay. give you the times. Okay. I should, come, I should come sometime. Yeah. High energy. Yes. It's like the club. And it's yeah. going to be, we're going to play all beats, yeah. all jams, all hits. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll just say this. I've, I, go to, I go to Cal Fit and I would, I've heard them, you know, do their classes and stuff like that. Okay. I would probably, if I had never done spin before, I'd be terrified going past your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what's going you, on you in there? you hear them, it's like they're motivational, but like you're a different level. Like Man. You're, you're an actual motivational yeah. speaker. So it'd be Man. a whole different thing. So it's yeah. fun. I try to welcome everybody though. I say, no matter what your fitness level is, come on in. And yeah. I, I, and I don't pride myself as being the tough, have the toughest classes, sure. but I just want people to leave there feeling better than when they came mm-hmm. right. mentally, spiritually, physically, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. I love on them and celebrate them. That's, That's awesome. just what I do. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Spin is a whole, I just got into spin like a year ago mm-hmm. or a year and a half ago. My friend, took me to team ride and so I've been doing I haven't been in a while but it is yeah it's amazing at leaving that well and they don't ever turn the air on in there so it's like 100 degrees <laughs> so it's like you know Bikram spin so it's like but but you do leave feeling amazing Man. and I see people from all walks of life all different fitness levels in there right. and it's so good for you because it's such low impact so it's right. anyway so yep. there's my little pitch it's for all you good. to have people come and visit you and man if and they can get in it's clubs. crazy yeah I've been doing well, it for I 13 bet. years so oh it's bad. has it been that long wow. 13 Oh years gosh. and I still feel brand new I still That's feel wow. I still feel excited awesome. to go in and yeah. like man yeah. I got a swing class because it's me look think about this yeah. music right. you know, yeah. I love that yeah microphone <laughs> stage That's yeah. all he needs people endorphins boom that's it well wait oh and they pay you too I mean it's everyone I mean I yeah. tell you spin takes me higher yeah than speaking Hmm. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Because I'm actually speaking, but I'm working out. It's all, all the elements. of that. It's that good combination of that everything. Makes sense. Yeah. If I can bring spin bikes to my audiences, we'd be winning. Hey, that, that, might, that might be the, ne- the next step. That would be awesome. Have you had anybody from, so the like the first time you started doing the spin classes, have you had like a couple people that have been with you all 13 years? Yeah. That's I got awesome. some people. I got some wow. people that come. They've been coming forever. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I want to name some, but I'm afraid I'm gonna I'm miss some. The Bazas, I call them. The, I call them Beast Mode because they do three or four workouts. They've yeah. been coming for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I call her K Swag. Her name is Kim. She's been yeah. coming for a long time. Jovial Joy, yeah. she's been coming for a long time. You know, I got a lot of people. Um, cool Katie in the back. She's been coming. Yeah, I do <laughs> nicknames because I don't remember names very well, so yeah, I do nicknames. nicknames are the best. Rossi, Rossi, Jen came. Spin, I do, you know. That's awesome. Nicknames, they come That's in cool. there and get a nickname. That's, good. That's awesome. Maria, I'm sure Maria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to check it out. Yeah, right, I'm right. About to check it out. Um, yeah. So you're doing a lot of stuff with with speakers now, and you've yeah. always done stuff with um, aspiring speakers. We had Josiah Greer in here yes. with us last time you were here, mm-hmm. but you have the first step for speakers, uh, I guess, yeah. group online or course. Class course. Oh, wow. Yes, can you explain that a little bit because I know that I know for a fact that we have some coaches. Uh, Dana Smith, who coaches Carnegie Wrestling, he's with uh, Positive Coaching Alliance, and I know he does training. Right. Um, Tony Asaro is out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Jason Tenner is a speaker. All these, yeah. you know, a lot of these coaches, I feel like are sharing their knowledge on these platforms. So I'm sure you right. have some other young coaches that are out there that are aspiring speakers. I think it'd be a great group for them to be a part of. But yes. can you explain what the First Step for Speakers is? Well, first we have a First Step for Speakers workshop on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So if there's anybody out there that's watching that has the aspirations of being a speaker, go join that group on okay. Facebook. First Steps for Speakers workshop 
on Facebook. <clears throat> and I remember when I first started speaking and I've had my camera running the whole time because I, at a certain point in time, I knew I was going to make it. Now that sounds braggadocious. I'm not trying to brag. <laughs> braggadocious. I'm not, I have never heard of that. I, that I love may it. not even be a word. I love it though. I hope I've used it in front of my wife before. I'm like, Kevin told me so. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's good. Right, right. Okay. To, to make it, to, 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 to say it the right way, I'm not trying to be a braggart. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm, I'm the type of guy that if I want to do something, the only thing that's going to be between me and that is death. Yeah. Period. So I knew I was going to make it if I never quit. If I just kept going, how, this is me, my, my logic as I'm driving around, no one's booking me, I'm not, no one's calling. Mm -hmm. If I just never quit, mm -hmm. someone's gonna have to book me at some point. They're gonna have to see, I just yeah. never, I will never stop. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept my camera running because I knew at some point I'm gonna be doing a documentary at some point called 10,000 Hours. Wow. Because mm. in the book Outliers, I believe it mm -hmm. is, yep. I think it's Outliers, Gladwell. Um, Gladwell talks about how if you want to succeed at anything and become a master at it, yeah. you have to put in 10,000 hours wow. of practice, okay. of work, of attention in that particular thing. Wow. And I, I was putting in hours and hours and years when there was no internet. So nobody could see that you yeah. were putting in those hours, right. but my camcorder can because I had it <laughs> yeah. running, right? So I said, I never want to forget what it's like to be new. Mm. So all this time after 22 years, now remember, when I say I, I've been speaking for 22 years, people think, man, you've been making money for 22 years. No, no, no. I started <laughs> 22 years ago. Right. Right. My business didn't go boom until 16 years later. Yeah. Wow. I was never going to quit. Mm -hmm. wow. I said, I never want to forget what it's like to be new. Mm. So over the past four or five years with the encouragement of Russ B, mm -hmm. I put together a program mm. called First Steps for Speakers. It's oh. an online course where I'm focused on people who say, I want to be a speaker, but who are willing to dream globally, right. but focus locally. Mm. Everybody wants to go Overnight. Tony yeah. Robbins. Yeah, I want to yeah, be yeah. on yeah. marquees overnight. I want to go viral overnight. Nah, if you just, yeah. if you lay the foundation and you look, look, and you do it right, you never have to worry. At a certain point, you'll get to a place to where you never have to worry about where your next engagement is going to come from. Yeah. Josh, we were working together a few years back where mm -hmm. you were booking me on certain things. Mm -hmm. I was going, when you first start, it's the trickle approach, meaning trickle here, speech engage, speaking engagement here, speaking engagement, and then you keep moving, 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 you get to the flow, right? Mm -hmm. Trickle, flow, where it's coming in a little bit more regularly than the trickle, and then you go from a flow to a flood. Right, wow. right. right? Mm. So as I was going through my trickle, my flow, and my flood, I was just documenting everything, mm. how I got from point A to point B, and now I've been oh. able to go into a studio over the course of a week, and we shot over 75, 80 videos of just getting all the content out of me, all the stuff I learned from Les Brown, all everything wow. that I could think of, I've gotten out of me. Now it's crazy because now that it's done, I got there's other stuff that I didn't think of when yeah. I was going through that journey. Right. But if somebody is brand new and they've never spoken before, they don't know how to get started and they wanna start from the ground up. Mm. I wanna be a speaker, but I don't know even where to begin. Perfect, <laughs> I got you.
Nice. That's what the First Step for Speakers online course is all about. But see, what happens is when you get to a certain point, people get excited about things, but when it's time to make an investment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's when you see who's serious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. I was serious. Right. Mm. I invested my money to get involved with Les Brown. Mm-hmm. And that was the best investment I've ever made. Now think about mm-hmm. it. You got people that want to go to college. Mm-hmm. When you go to college, you got to invest your money, mm-hmm. right? You got to pay money to go to college. Yeah. Most people are in debt. Mm-hmm. Once you graduate, you've got a whole bunch of general knowledge. Mm-hmm. But what I'm teaching is specific knowledge, right. specific to exactly what people want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, that's the best kind of teaching that you can get is somebody who's teaching you specifically on what you want to do. Yeah. Not graduated with a degree in sociology, criminal justice. Now that's general knowledge. Now i got to figure out what to do with that. Right. Specific right. knowledge is here's the specific knowledge. Here's what you do with it. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's exciting. That's great. That is exciting. Yeah. I want to sign up. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. To me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. And there's just so much. I mean, I remember, like, like I said, I remember I took your workshop years ago, and there's just so much to it that you don't think about that. as far yeah. as the business side of it. And then, oh. you know, one of the things that always stuck out to me was, you know, you like you could be braggadocious all you want. <laughs> I, I like the word. Let's go. Using I'm using it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can be that way because you're, you're you're talented. You have the the pedigree of all these years of speaking. But I feel like I felt like you've always been you know you've approached it with a humility. And I remember mm-hmm. one of the things you mentioned to all of the what ten or twelve speakers that were in that room mm-hmm. that day. You said, hey, like if you're gonna go out and try to get these bookings for speaking engagements, don't go out there if you're not a, if you're try, don't try to get ten grand. Right. right. If you're speaking at like a fifty dollar level. Right. And I feel like mm-hmm. some people I think they see like you said the, this global hey I want to yes, I want to blow up. And it's like, but you're not even, you're not even there yet. You haven't put the 10,000 hours and you haven't put right. 100 yeah. hours. And yeah. I feel like when it comes to things like speaking or maybe musicians or artists, I, I feel like that's just like a trap you can fall into really mm. quickly. Absolutely. Because yeah. you see the success and you want it so badly and the desire is there, but it's like, there's a lot of work that goes yeah. into this. Like you said, 16 years before you wow. hit, right. the, hit the flood. Right. And so I just feel like that's a, a really important part. And it applies to everybody, speakers, athletes, Anything. coaches. Um, I just think that's a really important, a, a good understanding of where you're at and being and, able to look at yourself And it's honestly. so hard as yeah. a speaker, I'm just talking from a speaker's perspective, sure. to tell yourself the truth about where you are. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I should be getting paid and what, what, and I thought, if somebody booked me right now, I wouldn't even know where to start mm-hmm. when I was honest with myself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Les Brown said something years ago, stuck with me. He said, the truth is incontrovertible. Malice may attack it. Mm-hmm. Ignorance may deride it, but in the end, there it is. Wow. Carlisle said, truth crushed to earth shall rise again. Scripture says, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Mm. There's an old Eskimo saying that says, the truth that will set human free is the truth that they don't want to know. The truth for many, not all speakers, they're not ready yet. Mm. They want the big bucks, but they haven't done the work. And when you can tell yourself the truth, and just keep working on yourself, personal development, reading, listening, studying, Finding a mentor, not 12 mentors. You have to find someone who you can follow because they have a blueprint. Well, I'm going to follow him and her too. Well, they all have blueprints. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to ever win when you're trying to follow three people's blueprints? Mm -hmm. Right. Find that person that you connect with mentally, spiritually, all of that. You Mm -hmm. like their approach. You you like what they're doing. Preferably someone that you can touch if possible. If not, that's fine. Sure. And you follow them Mm -hmm. until what they're saying to you makes sense. Yeah. 
Keep listening. Why that don't make sense? Keep listening until it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what Susan Schultz did. Yeah. And yeah. who would she never would have thought she'd be right next to every engagement. She's right there, front row, and has all the all the contacts that I've ever had. Mm -hmm. She has them. Mm -hmm. So whenever if she ever wants to jump in the speaking game, mm -hmm. she's got all the she knows them all. Yeah. Right, she right. talks to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she came yeah. in as a student, right. wanting to learn. Yeah. She found a mentor and she just kept coming to all the events that I was yeah. having. Yeah, nice. It's like you can't, you can't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 87. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people wanna do that. They wanna look at you, you know, Kevin Bracey, like how come I am not, I'm not there yet? And just like everything you guys just said, like, well, you need to hear on chapter one. Right. <laughs> on chapter 1000. Right. <laughs> I've and I've been, been there. I looked at other people yeah. and get like, man, why are they? How are they? Yeah. And then I learned yeah. that I got to just put blinders on. I don't look at other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't right. study yeah. other people's stuff because I believe that God has put something in all of us. Mm -hmm. And I want what he has for me mm -hmm. and whatever that looks like. I want to be creative in my own special way. I don't want to follow what anybody else is doing, mm -hmm. sing their song, do their chant. I want to do what I do, mm -hmm. period, because God has put something in all of us. Mm -hmm. I put blinders on. But when I was first starting, I had to follow someone yeah. because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Right. But when you get right. to a certain point, then you say, okay, I'm ready to do my own thing yeah. because now I can eat. Yeah. Right? When you're not right. eating, yeah. you got to follow somebody who is eating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when you're eating, yeah. then you yeah. can say, okay, I'm at a place where I can do away. Because if I'm writing my own book, I can't be reading other people's books right now. Mm -hmm. I'm in the midst of writing my own. Yeah. That's yeah. how I feel about it. Yeah. That's, That's good. good. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to give too, because I don't want to delve too much into the workshop and the, and okay. the course and all that it's stuff. It's okay. But a question that I've always wondered, I don't think I've ever asked you this. So you have, you have contact with a ton of speakers, people who are aspiring to right. be speakers, and they look up to you and what you do. Right. Uh, is, it a, is, it a, is it a trap for a speaker that's up and coming to try to do what you two do? You know what I'm saying? Like maybe yeah. not intentionally, but they, the same inflections, the same right, pattern. Right. Is that something that can happen pretty easily? I think that's a great question, man. I really do because, because I was Les Brown when I first yeah. started. Yeah. He's my guy. Right. Anybody else? I've I've gotten bits and pieces and nuggets from other great speakers. Willie Jolly, who I love, got some great information. But Les Brown is the guy sure. that I've. And I remember when I gave one of my cassette tapes. You remember? You don't remember those? I do actually. You do. Yes. Okay. I gave one of my cassette tapes yeah. to Willie yeah. Jolly, who's yeah. was who grew up under Les Brown. Mm -hmm. And Willie said, "I'm gonna listen to it." And he listened to it. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is it. He's gonna Huge. put me on. Yeah. We all want to get put on, right?" Yeah. yeah. And he called me, he goes, Kevin, I think you're great. Mm. He said, but that whole cassette tape was Les Brown. Mm. Wow. wow. It was yeah. his okay. content. Gotcha. He was the guy teaching me. Right. So I, yeah. naturally I gravitated towards that content. Mm. And what happens is I believe it's important to emulate someone until you figure out who you are. Mm. And that's gonna naturally happen. Now I figured out who I am. 
I yep. couldn't hear Les Brown saying, hold up, wait a minute, yeah. let me put some greatness in. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I had to figure that out on my own. That's yeah. my stuff. That's right. me. Yeah. So I believe it's important to try to follow someone. I know for me, I have a lot of different things that I do. Mm-hmm. And the timing with the music and my PowerPoints, the music that you help me cut and bring in, yeah. Yeah. all that stuff, it's hard to try to emulate that. So to right. try to emulate me, I think, is going to be very, very difficult. Right. But I want to help people, not just because I'm so great, just because I'm so unorthodox with everything that right, it's right. unique, it's different. Yeah. But I believe that you you emulate somebody until yeah. you discover who you truly are, and mm. then eventually you got to be who you are. Mm. Because that's good. That you're gonna be a fraud if you're right. If I'm right. trying to be less brown, that's not, right. I'm a charlatan. Right. I'm up there faking. Right. Yeah. I got to figure out who I am, and I have. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And I'm still learning, you know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Josh only asked that because he copies some things that you do. <laughs> it's okay. Josh can have it. No, no. No, I should. I definitely should. Well, I think I told you before, one of my first times I did a team talk, um, I had watched you a few times. Charlie Ruiz. I'm like, you know, I went out there and I felt really good and I got a little too confident. I tried the, you know, the callback that yeah. you do or the call yeah, and yeah, response. Yeah, yeah. It, it fell so flat. Right. I'm like, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> right. Never going to happen again. Well, like, that's Kevin's thing. The reason with the callback you have to be 1000 percent sure yeah that you're going to get a response i was about 25 <laughs> it was a bad choice i know it was a bad choice like i'm going to be talking fast if you can listen fast let me hear you say yes yes hold on one more time i'm going to be talking fast if you can listen fast let me hear you say yes yes once i get the volume that i want then right. i can move on yeah. right but that's expectation yeah. right yeah right yeah. charlie just asked me what about the gloves the gloves are about man this germs man you know? <laughs> and i'm a baseball player too you know charlie it's gloves i and mean it's germs cool. <laughs> they look cool it's a yeah. Staple yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah yeah no it was uh it was rough like i said no but you imagine what he just did mm-hmm. like me doing you can't because i can't do it <laughs> it's not my personality that, that was like one of the biggest lessons i had to learn two lessons i had to learn when i was when i started doing the i don't speak like you i don't have any desire to but they had me go out to talk to certain you know sports right. teams right and i uh i remember bobby clark from san juan and um encino way like way back mm-hmm. he's in a he's uh, he moved um to a different city now but he asked me to speak to a san juan basketball team and i had probably about five talks under my belt and they went really well and i was feeling myself too much <laughs> and i did not really prepare i'm like ah, i'll be fine right. well my my girlfriend at the time now my wife was there yeah. and like she did she had never seen me speak and i'm like oh perfect this is gonna be this is gonna be awesome Fell so flat. It was, yeah. <laughs> Coach Kindness is laughing. It was so bad. And then I had to go to dinner with her afterwards. Like, I'm like, so, uh, <laughs> usually that goes better. Yeah. Preparation's it, everything. It was hey, embarrassing. but It's it, okay because she's married to you now, so it's okay. It didn't right. scare her off. It didn't scare her right. off completely. But it was a good learning experience, man, because I'm like, I can't, I'll never do that again. Because I, I just, even the ones I feel comfortable giving, I, oh, I'm preparing that entire week leading up to it. I just can't, I can't do it anymore because that was so humiliating. <laughs> Luckily, he invited me back a couple of times. So I didn't scare him off either. <laughs> but um, no, it's a, you don't realize how, like you, you see someone like you, I saw someone like you and you get inspired. And at first, uh, for me, it's always like, I, I feel like I know how good someone is at what they do. Where in my mind, I'm like, I w- never want to do what that person's doing right. because you, you guys are just so good at it. I know a few people like that where it's like, that's right. awesome. And then you see some speakers where, you don't think you can do better than them, but they don't scare you. Right, right. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, yeah. And that's not Absolutely. meant to be a, it's not, that's not a shot at them. It's not I get an it. arrogant right. thing, but it's like, I see what they do. I'm not saying I could necessarily do that, but I'm also not terrified of what they do. Right. I would never want to follow you. <laughs> Man. Never. You know, my mentor okay. taught me years ago, Ken Weston Skull, God rest his soul. My, one of my first mentors, he said, never be afraid to share your excitement. Mm. Yeah. So for me as a speaker, one thing that, 
that I believe my my brand is, and Coach Kindness could either say yay or nay, is the energy. Mm. Yeah. They don't hire me for necessarily what I say. Because yeah. people, I think it's my, I mean, my Angela said, people will forget what you've done. People will forget what you've said, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the one thing that I pride myself on, which is yeah. one of the reasons my why to work out the way yeah. I do, is energy. Yeah. And they bring you back because not only do they want your kids or their audience to feel the energy, but they like you and they want to feel the energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's been the yeah. one of the keys to my yeah. my business is, is energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. awesome. That's great. Something that <clears throat> I thought about way earlier, but now it's coming back to me is, and it's a little off topic as all of our questions okay. are, but what is something that you or you and your family do to just kind of relax and for fun? Cause you're, you're super high energy. So I don't, so are you always, always no. on a high? Okay. So like Absolutely what, what are some not. things that you do to kind of just kind of decompress and relax or kind of get away for a second? You know where I'm going. Oh, I no. lay on the bean bag. I'll go to bean bag in our living room yeah. and I could lay there for two days. Yeah. But when my wife and I are sitting down, okay, y'all, I watch housewives. Y'all, me, oh, okay. my wife. We, he he said watch, that with what? Say something. <laughs> That's how he just said it. Housewives. We watch, we watch Love and Hip Hop. We watch mindless <laughs> television. Okay. Yeah. And we sit around and laugh and we talk about these people on TV. Every time we watch it, it's the same stuff. We say the same stuff. Sure. Like, why would they put their lives out on black? Why have they just sold their soul? Really? Would you, do you yeah. really want that to yeah. be your life? We do the same thing. But when we're, Chilling, watching mindless television, I can relax. When I go visit my daughter in LA and we're driving around doing her life because she's 25, 26 and she's, everything is fast. When we're listening to loud music and singing, that's how I relax. Mm. Nice. Kobe, my son, when we're watching Housewives, he's up in his room and he comes down when he hears us laughing. He doesn't want to miss any laughter. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Up and down. That's, That's what I do to relax. With, with a box good. of pizza. With, once a week. Once, once a week. Once a week. Pizza. Once a week. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I love good. that. Because you are, man, you are high energy all yeah, the time. For sure. So um I'm sure people are curious, like, does it ever yeah, yeah, it does. ever stop? It but does, yeah. yeah. Actually this past weekend, I mean, my wife and son were gone, so I was working on, you know, first set for speakers and working on some projects. I literally was laying down for like three days, besides going to teach <laughs> spin and working out. Right. Yeah. I was at the house laying yeah. down. Recharging. Yes. It's there important to do doing nothing. Yeah, you have to sometimes. Absolutely nothing. I yeah. think so. And watching sports. There you right. Go. That's always. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same thing. My daughter's going to grow up watching sports all the time. Right. She's not going to have a choice. <laughs> right. It's going to just be on. And I'm happy because LeBron, LeBron beat two teams this weekend that I needed him to beat. There you go. I'm not oh. a Laker fan. I'm a LeBron fan. There you That's go. what it is. Is that, is, that, is that who you have winning That's, the finals? Yes. Yeah. I want him to win three more. That That's wishful thinking. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You never, man, how old is he now? 35. Doesn't seem like it. Right. Really? Yeah. Oh, right. wow. His jump shot is broke, but hey, I just, <laughs> he just, but he just, look, he just, he just, just keeps going. I just love him. He can drive the ball. I mean, he's pa- he's passing wow. the ball. He, he's yeah. just a winner to me. I just like him. This Incredible. Is, right. This is a random question, but what is the average retirement age of an NBA player? Average. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But third, sure. He should not be playing the way he's playing at 30. No, okay. no, yeah, there's okay. no, no oh way. Oh, my gosh. No way. To even be in the conversation as one of the best in the game at 35 is it's like Tom Brady is as a right. quarterback at 42. Well, right. every, every offseason you're like, well, he's probably going to slow down this year. And right. then he just never does. I, at this point, I'm like, I don't think he's going to ever retire. I think he's going to keep playing. <laughs> I think he wants to play until his son gets That's, what, that's what it is. Which wow. That's going to be a crazy 
a crazy right. thing. Well, his, yeah. son, his son plays for Sierra Canyon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just like who LeBron is off the court, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, yeah. I just. Yeah. 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 All that community stuff. Well, the school, yeah. he, was it last year he started that yeah. school? Yeah. Or yeah. opened the school? Yeah. yeah. He does uh, yeah. so many incredible jump things. jump shot frustrates me. But ever, other than that, <laughs> other than that. He can do no wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man, we appreciate your time. Um, yes. We had to run. We ran a little bit longer than expected because of technical difficulties. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, if, if we had it, we would talk to you for like five minutes. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, we would never stop. But yeah. um, how about just give us one final thought for whoever, coaches, athletes, parents, Man. aspiring speakers. The Man, floor if, is yours. I mean, a, a couple things come to my mind right now. The first thing is 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 whatever your dream is, whatever you're, you're picturing in your mind. I, to me, life is just way too short to wake up every day and go to a place for four, five, six, seven, eight hours, and you don't have a passion for it. And it's not your dream. I can't even, I can't imagine. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to speak on anybody as as if they're lesser than, if that is what they're doing. I'm just saying, I know what it feels like to live a dream. I'm 47 years young, and I've been living a dream for a lot of years. And, And that's one of the, I'm so grateful to God. And it's mm-hmm. one of the key components of my joy every day is to know that I get to wake up and affect somebody's life in a positive way, mm-hmm. doing what I absolutely love. So mm-hmm. I know where I came from. Mm-hmm. Anybody, mm-hmm. if they're willing to focus and just never stop, can live out their wildest dream or, as my father-in-law would say, live up to their potential. Mm-hmm. Second That's thing good. is chase greatness every day. Every single day, I believe that we all, I got this from Les Brown. I'm part of his tree of greatness. Everyone has greatness in them. And I'll go to my grave with that belief. What is greatness? It's when we give our best effort to the task at hand, our best focus to the task at hand, when we choose to be the best versions of ourselves and how we treat people who don't Mm -hmm. look like us, talk like us, walk like us, Mm -hmm. act like us, believe like us, Mm -hmm. or vote like us. Love people no matter what the situation is. And when we give our best effort, best focus, best version of ourselves, and every day we wake up and say, we can do better today than we did yesterday. And lastly, as you're chasing your dream, chasing greatness, each one, reach one. Don't forget about reaching people with love every single day. Take a moment to build someone up. Take a moment to compliment someone. Every day, I believe. That's how we make the world a better place. I tattooed it on my arm so I can remember wow. each one, reach one. Wow. Brace up. Brace up. Boom. See ya. Drop the mic. There we go. That's it. I love it, man. We, we appreciate you, man. Where can they follow you? Social media, all you that go, stuff. I am Kevin Bracey on Instagram. I am Kevin Bracey on Facebook and Kevin Bracey on Facebook. There's two pages. And First Steps for Speakers Workshop. If you want to be a speaker, join that group to keep Keep up on what's going on, and on Twitter is at I am Kevin Bracy, B R A C Y, no E. Perfect. Go follow him. Let's follow go. Him. Deb, where can they follow us? You guys can find us on Twitter at Sports Character. I almost forgot that one. <laughs> That's right. To, um, Instagram at Character Combine. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and a little bit of YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. Kevin's on YouTube on our YouTube yeah. page. Yeah, I was looking at those yeah, the other yeah. day. Let's go. It's still really good stuff. So, yeah. hey, man, we appreciate it, and uh, good luck with everything that you got coming up. Thank you. Love y'all, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks. Peace. Brace up.